Get ready, cause it's about time for you to speak your mind. Super Secret Girls Club. Super Secret Girls Club. Super Secret Girls Club. I'll be honest, I read that and I thought it said about homosexuality. <laughs> hey! Hi! <laughs> Hello, everybody! <laughs> morning welcome to <clears throat> super secret girls club um today is a little different we have a uh, two new girls here yeah <laughs> fight um, me about it <laughs> for those who don't know my name is marquetta and i am joined today by hunter it's me you may know him as the voice behind the camera and also in our end screens to naruto because that is what he edits Yes, so typically I sound like, hello, I need to play the bit. Okay. <laughs> um, and uh, on, and over here we have uh, Spidey, it's a.k.a. Funny. Josh. I don't know if I can say your legal name. I just said it, though. Yeah, it's, it's all there now. <laughs> now <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's out in the world now. I mean, Bria said it so many times. Right. Like. <laughs> I go by both. I tell people both and then. Most people just end up calling me Spidey. I don't know. Well, yeah, because like I know so many Joshes. I don't know right. that many Spideys. Only one, baby. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. And so... Uh, just wanted to give a shout-out to okay. the man back here behind the camera, which is uh, me today, guys. Hey, also, I know a ton of Spiders and Spideys, so... <laughs> Tons. Tons. Well, good for you, all right? So, I'm the best one. <clears throat> I'm assuming today's episode is not as you would expect. Um, Rana is not here. Gabby is not here. None of the other girls are here today because we are going to be talking about a show that none of them have seen. Um, the show is The Death Note. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So um, we just finished uh, watching the show over on the Normies reaction channel. Uh, if you haven't seen the finale, please go check it out. There is a wonderful skit and <laughs> intro that Hunter and our other editor, Sydney, worked on really hard. Um, Beautifully done. Surge it's also worked very hard on gathering all the shots. Oh, yeah, because Chris didn't help at all. And Chris. Chris didn't help at all. We asked him, and he's like, I'll take a shift for less than $5,000. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, that's, that's, why, that's why we have boys here, boys gang. Um but I'm glad they're here because now we can talk about a show that without spoilers, like, uh, no. you know, last week was kind of difficult with Black Widow because we couldn't really talk much. That about was the tricky. Movie. But um, now we can because it's over. And if you haven't seen the show, um, just go watch it and then come back to watch this podcast on our YouTube channel. If you have seen it, stick around and we'll talk about it. Um, so first, I would like both of you guys to elaborate a little bit on your background with the show especially hunter because i know hunter you are like an encyclopedia of this so. <laughs> yeah. so i started watching the series back when i was like in middle school so i'm pretty sure i started when i was like four, 13 or uh 14 and uh it was very like what's the word i don't know it defined me to the person i am today oh wow uh, Interesting. Very dramatic into like all the smartsy smarts puzzle stuff and the aesthetic <laughs> really got me. So mm -hmm. uh, I stayed with it for a long time and I ended up grabbing a lot of the books. So like the, the side books, speedy murder cases, the literal encyclopedia data book, uh, stuff like that. And so I've stayed with the series for what, like 15 years or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've rewatched the series like seven times or something so Thank that's you. where i'm at well this is our encyclopedia <laughs> it's me it's your boy in person I um what about you sweetie um my first introduction to it actually was when uh i came to do the show with you guys and yep. <laughs> yeah like i had heard of death note <laughs> but it was something that would never have been allowed in my house growing up mom would have kicked the door in and beat my ass well can i cuss on here yes There's and no beat my ass on this podcast he said, fuck. "Well, trick question." Um, and yeah, it 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 was interesting you, to see. I'm still learning new things. Did you watch like, when Navi was here? Mm -mm. <laughs> Go watch like, that. No, I had no like. I, Sky's I the limit. About it being <laughs> and then it's literally the the show kind of. 
I don't know, it was weird to me. Like, <laughs> dude ends up doing everything that he wanted to do, and then, you know, we get to see the downfall. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. And now I'm still learning more reading the books. Hunter was just showing me stats in the little stat book over there. I was like, Jesus, that's deep lore. So I, I still want to get yeah. more into it. Yeah. It's definitely a classic. I love the show um, in my own way, you know, I'm, as I am allowed <laughs> to enjoy. Um, but um, did you guys like how the show ended? I It's interesting because it took me a while to like, appreciate it as much as I do now I think it's like flawed in the anime but it's also like depending on which version of the series you're watching like if you're watching the live action videos not the Netflix one the original ones uh, or the series or the manga it all has a different ending Um, but overall like I think uh, overall like I keep saying that (laughs) you're fine (laughs) They ended it nicely. It it feels appropriate. It feels like closure. Uh, it's dark, but also like the whole monologue with Ryuk is so satisfying. Mm-hmm. Like if it brings everything back um, to the beginning when he said, "No, yeah, when the time comes, I'm the one writing you down, boy." Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Spidey? <laughs> yeah, no, I like how it ended because, I mean, it, <laughs> my boy had to be killed. Like, what? <laughs> Light was out here wild and talking mm-hmm. about New World Order. Now I'm God. And then the way he lost, like, still being cocky, it's been five years of him ruling the world, and he starts slipping up, and all of a sudden, I won. And they're just like, what, dog? And he's just like, uh. And then he's, you know, you're dead. So uh, I mean. I need like <laughs> <laughs> like, it. I'm the wiener. <laughs> the wiener. I like it. Yeah, I obviously, so I know a lot of people who stopped watching the show after Elle died. Yeah, should have ended. And yeah, I I wonder, it was hard for me to watch, to continue watching after Elle died. I would, if, even if I didn't watch the show as a reaction for my job, mm. um, I would probably get to it, but I would definitely take a break because that was very unexpected. I'm not saying that was bad, but it was definitely a turn I did not expect. And I needed a little bit of time to like, you know, reconcile with in my head. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it, it, to say like the very least, it definitely hits really hard. And mm-hmm. it, even without like the little monologue that you get in the manga where he's just like, I knew it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, which is like just makes it so much harder. But I think after... Yeah. It just becomes a different show, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's people's main criticism. Is yeah, that yeah, Death Note I for sure. But it's still really good, even after that happens. I should have ended it. Yeah, it's, but <laughs> bastard to the next like twi- like it I feel like it came too soon. I would have liked to see L through the end. I would have liked for him mm-hmm. and Nier to get to like team up. And yeah. Like, yeah. Well, why didn't you call them soon? Ah, there's so many things. Yeah. But that's that's actually why like there's two successors in the second part. Um, the uh, creator actually thought, well, if L wasn't enough to beat Light, then it has to be two people. It has to be Nier and Mello working together to take down Light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a menace. He had to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about the authors um, of, you know, the original story, which was first published in the Weekly Shonen in Japan as a manga series between 2003 and 2006. Their names are um, Sugumi Oba mm-hmm. Oba, and Oba. Takeshi Obata as the illustrator. So um, they, are the, they are the minds behind um, this whole thing. And I'm sorry, Chris, I skipped that one. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Before we jump to this, I meant to say that we also have a book club coming up about this book right here. We are reading it as we speak, mm-hmm. and we will have a discussion at the end of the month about this book. So there's going to be more Death Note content coming for you guys. But back to the authors. <laughs> sorry, Chris. <laughs> um, all right. So the story itself you know, started as a manga, then was turned into a series, and 
It was also turned into several games for Nintendo DS, followed by three live-action movie adaptations, drama series, miniseries, and another movie. And then we also had the Americanized adaptation by Netflix. And there's a sequel coming in the works regarding that. And there's also a musical. Ooh. I'm here for the musical. Sorry. I, I'm just sad we missed the era of ice capades because I would have loved to see Ryuk on ice skates. Hell yeah. Right? We got oh, Pat. Wow. Well, we got we Pat. can do it. We can make Death Note. Uh, <laughs> Let's no get no the ice, ice rink. I'd want to go see it. that, though. That'd be tight. I can't believe they've done all that. I didn't know all that. Like, I didn't know there was yeah. the three. I thought there was the oh, one yeah. on Netflix and everyone was upset about because mm-hmm. apparently they changed his name to, like, Light Wilson or whatever the hell it was. It was something. Light, Light Turner. Light Turner. Light Turner. Cassidy of you people. Also, mm. um, Misa Amane is, like, Mia something. Oh, yeah. Jones. That, that's, all, <laughs> that's a whole podcast in, in and of itself. Are the other two good? What? Are the other two, like, live actions good? Uh, They're okay. Like, they're not bad. All right. Um, I think we might be reacting to one of the movies. I think it's the Netflix one. We're going to have to figure that out. Which is, admittedly, as long as you know going into it, it's terrible. It is hilarious. Then can we talk over it the whole time and roast it like, like an old black theater? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this the, the amount of adaptations just speak to how powerful and popular... Death Note, like the original Death Note had been, you know, and just how much it influenced other authors, because not all of this is coming from the same authors. The adaptations are coming from like completely different people. Like the book that we are reading is from Nisio Isen. Is that his name? No, I, I believe that. I don't know how to pronounce um, a corporation. Really? Nisio. Oh, no, no, that's his, uh, that's his name. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. you're correct. Um, yeah. So like many people were influenced um, by this story to the point of, you know, adding up to it or adapting it to their culture, like the American version. Um, then um, there's also, you know, outside of people that love this story, there's also a lot of people that think it should be banned. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So back when I was in high school, there was this huge scare about the Death Note. Yeah. Because... Uh, it got picked up by a lot of edgy kids where they would like write the names of bullies in it mm-hmm. and people were just like, oh man, oh, good gosh, this is a refront against oh, God. Um, <laughs> gosh. Which is ironic because that show is like, no, Light sucks. He's, a, he's, he's going to lose. He's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it be, you know, that schools are worried about kids adding uh, their bullies' names to, to, to the notebook because mm-hmm. it is implied of the killing? And in America, bullies are known to get shot occasionally mm-hmm. or become the shooter. So I think it's probably less about like the affront to God and much more about the hope them oh, kids no, don't you, do an old so Columbine. You are correct. That is <laughs> yeah. not how the news portrayed it. Yeah, ah, a lot okay. Of it. Like, I, even I saw when I was looking up just research and other stuff, like, kids were really just for a while writing names in this yeah. book and like giving really deep and elaborate stories of how someone should die yeah yes and when and why and which is mm-hmm. typically admittedly uh signs of a different problem altogether mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely yeah and i don't think that you know banning a book would solve that set problem right um but yeah, there were a lot of um, cases that I read about during my research about um, there was one student that actually literally like wrote locations of where he was going to put the bomb in the schools yeah. so that he would kill that the people that, you know, he wanted gone. That's not how um, yeah, I mean, you know, he was just, I guess, like making writing down like his whole like sinister plan. Um, so this guy got expelled. Um, yeah. There was other people that were just like writing names of classmates and teachers that got either suspended or expelled depending on you know i guess how many details they, <laughs> they were just like get this out of here yeah. <laughs> he's thought this over too much right yeah um it was banned it, there was an attempted ban in new mexico but that mm-hmm. was take that was never passed mm-hmm. um it was banned in china though which isn't like a big how to do because I mean Winnie the Pooh is we are shocked too. Well, yeah. we're shocked Pikachu yeah. face how are you gonna ban the president how are you gonna <laughs> 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 
Shut up. We're going to get banned now. <laughs> I'm sorry. This broadcast is no longer available right. in the Republic of China. Um, and uh, a sad, one sad story. Um, unfortunately, there was also um, in Russia, there was an incident where a girl um, who um, committed suicide was holding a replica of the Death Note. <laughs> But, um, you know, an in investigation later uh, proved that the series was not behind her suicide. Um, so it was not banned in Russia. But that was a big sad story um, at the time about this show. So, yeah, obviously a very influential show. That's why we're talking about it today. But our focus today is going to be on the female characters in the show, of which there are not many. Not many. <laughs> Especially can... not many living yes yeah Maybe you got dirty yeah yeah yep. um you know it's super secret girls club so this is what we do here we talk about the female character specifically and we just try to um you know dissect it see uh, if uh something could be done better or you know what mm -hmm. we like what we didn't like etc so um just before we start talking about them in details did you guys have a favorite one out of the girls on the team oh yeah i think it's gonna be the common one is um naomi yeah yeah naomi just the fact that she can appear in maybe two episodes of a whole series and be like the most characterized and interesting character um says a lot mm -hmm. about how well she was presented mm -hmm. what about you yeah no i was saying uh, naomi and i don't know if it's just because we're reading but also the fact that yeah she had very few episodes and then when we see her she's like already on the ball she already knows what's going on she hasn't even like talked to anybody she's just like nah man where's my husband and she's out here to find her man and then she's out here to figure out who killed him and you know and she basically gets on the right track and then here comes fuck ass light yeah yeah i really like naomi too um i think that after like you know yesterday i had to really sit down and look at all these characters and i ended up really liking rem mm -hmm. the one yeah. female shinigami which I, she she they is, refer is to her with the female uh at at uh, adjective or yes. whatever uh, pronoun which, <laughs> which <I think laughs> in on the subject of like gender theory i think it, it is an interesting thing to uh look into the shinigami because the shinigami don't reproduce they don't have any sexual organs yeah they don't aren't necessarily like human and so having the gendering being as it is says more about like looking at the like a societal mind of like the authors than anything else because mm -hmm. it's yeah. presented as a given mm -hmm. uh even so far as like uh ryuk you know says things like even uh, as, as a guy i get shy around these sort of things when um misa jumps on him and hugs him and so they still like are characterized by like commonly human like male like like japanese at the time traits um which there are much more articulate people on the subject of that so i won't dive too far into it i mm -hmm. just think it's interesting yeah yeah definitely i thought the show was made by dudes who just hated their ex-girlfriends because yeah. they're just oh my women. god <laughs> they're often women with great career paths so i was like what is happening right now for these people who have been so successful in their life they made all these smart decisions and all of a sudden they're just like he's so hot like do it yeah. I, I think uh. a big problem is that the center focus is a manipulative like god complex douchebag mm -hmm. so any yeah. women involved with him typically aren't going to have a good time um yeah, we have a submission in the comments from Eleanor86. What up, Eleanor? What's up? Uh, she says, I mean, I like Naomi too, but is it because we have so few other options? <laughs> Partly, <laughs> yeah. You're not going to pick Misa Misa. You're you are not wrong. I think Misa is a good character overall, but mm -hmm. she, yeah. Let's talk about Misa. Uh, real quick. Yes. What's up? Uh, before we get over to Misa Misa, I would just like to add that, uh, one, I'm surprised all the comments are being super nice, and two, I'm loving this discussion. And just for anybody out there in the comments who is, uh, you know, thinking it's a little weird, just keep in mind that, like, if this was a, if this was a race thing, it'd be ten times worse and way more evident. So, like, they're treating women like that. Like, if they had a show that was like, our show has three black characters and they're all dumb as fuck, even though they're presented as being super smart, it would be an issue. And um, here we are. We're dumb women. 
With the whammons. The <laughs> whammons. Well, we also have to keep in mind that this is shonen. It's, Very It was true. a story that was written for boys. Um, and, and most and high school so, boys are misogynistic. They can't help it. Uh, I was I a high school boy. It. I couldn't help Actually, it. I didn't know. But I'm not sure. I don't know if I was or not. If I had, from my high schools in the chat, was I a misogynist? <laughs> <laughs> so I had actually many doubts coming into this podcast thinking that it was, this was a bad idea to bring up. But um, now that we are actually talking about it, I feel, I feel pretty good. Yeah. So <laughs> Misa Misa is the first character we'll do a little deep dive on. I have picked a very specific uh, graphic for her character. Kill me now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> because not, not a fan. first you? she shows up is she's literally please be my boyfriend you can kill me if you want you can use me if you want mm-hmm. i don't care um which obviously i'm assuming none of us was a fan mm-hmm. when it happened um i think that one redeeming thing for me after after you know she presented herself in this way uh, was when she said uh, a pretend when he offered that he would be her pretend boyfriend, but not like as a joke, not not for real. Um, she was like a pretend boyfriend, right? That's a good start. I'm sure you'll fall in love with me for real one day, which I like the confidence, you know, as in like mm-hmm. there is a way for me to actually become your actual girlfriend and you right. actually loving me and reciprocating my feelings. That was like the one silver lining in that whole scene to me, you know, where I was like, okay, she's grabbing onto something. She's trying to make some power moves, even though she's like, just kill me. (laughs) I I will say something I appreciate is that in her first appearance, uh, even before that, she actually is shown getting the upper hand on light because she's able to see his name recognize who he is in a crowd without him ever being able to recognize it because mm-hmm. because of using information he that he is unaware of mm-hmm. which because he's for, a pussy <laughs> tell him which like further pushes this like the thing that he had such a huge advantage on l it's not necessarily fair mm-hmm. but like that was part of the dynamic that's part of the drama of it and no. so I, I think misa is shown as being like capable but unfortunately she is also then like indoctrinated by lights you know cult of personality that was my problem mm-hmm. they sent her like literally she is she has everything she needs to be at more of an advantage than light and not even like just her career path but the fact that she's closer with her shinigami she's got her shinigami eyes mm-hmm. like she if she wanted to could have been like well fuck this dude i'm just gonna do this the way i want to do it and mm-hmm. i'll just be the new kira and could have mm. just taken over. But instead of being the conqueror, they're like, well, what if she just thinks he's hot? It was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he literally could have just kept on writing and still been, you know, a, a millionaire. Well, I don't even know how much yeah. money she had, but she was, you know, she's got bodyguards and sponsors and managers. Uh-huh. I mean, she was famous. Yeah. So, uh, yes, all that is true. But um, I was, uh, during my research yesterday and then also like, re- I rewatched a couple episodes and uh, it does, um, it, it is, um, explained that Misa was um so she her story starts when she like witnesses her parents murder mm-hmm. um and then the perpetrator is set free by the system and that sets her into like really deep depression mm-hmm. um and at that point jealous is already dead um and i think that rem is with her she has the right no, that? that happens later because she hears in the news that like he died yeah, like a heart attack her. and she was already aware of like the Kira mm-hmm. character so she would connect the dots. Okay. So at that point though she didn't have the notebook. Yet. No, she did not have the notebook at the time. Yeah. Um so yeah, she she was very depressed and obviously alone. Um and I mean she had fame so she had a lot of like People knew her, but mm. nobody knew her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so she was she was just a very damaged person. And mm. I I really after like thinking about it more yesterday, I was kind of sad that they didn't elaborate on that and they just like showed her as like the Harley Quinn simp for this Joker. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. it was very surface level. We have a whole Shinigami giving their life up for her. Like Yeah, yeah. That that's <laughs> the other thing that like, you know, Jealous die for her and then Rem die for her too. So I mean there's something about Misa that, you know, is that goes deeper than just like her being pretty. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, 
I I agreed to some extent, but I don't think her being special was why they like died for her. She just like enamored them. Something that uh, her and Light have in common actually is their cult of personality. They are able to like hmm. bring people in and pull people in, and it's this somewhat destructive quality of them. Like they're both capable in their own right. Even if Misa isn't like intellectually at the same level as Light, she's still competent and she shows herself to be able to like yeah. cover her tracks to some degree with like a r- understandable margin of error. Um, so like people like there's this impression that she's like ditzy and dumb and whatnot, but that only kind of comes into fact afterwards when she loses the Death Note like six times, um, and she's reduced back to like the person she was beforehand. With like all of the wisdom and all of, like the considerations like that she developed, taken away from her essentially. Light made her dumb. Yeah. Because she was like awesome at first. She had like the letters. She was still dodging the cops. She was like, oh, I went to my friends and mm. did this and that and blah yeah. blah. She also got herself caught with her DNA. Oh yeah. Yeah. She wasn't as careful. Oh, that's because she was trying to meet up with life. She yeah. wasn't, see? Yeah, see? I mean, yeah, her purpose wasn't to... Her main objective was to meet light, not really to not get caught. <laughs> she could have like. been living life with her Shinigami, and her and Rem could have lived out the rest of her probably like thousand years, and right. then everyone meets light, and everyone's right. life gets short. Right, yeah. Even to that end, like, she still clearly took measures to, like, not to get caught, but she made a small mistake, which isn't to say, like, she's dumb, it's that... L is a very very difficult person to outsmart, to out like to to outmaneuver, and so she was just up against like the worst possible opponent, um, mm-hmm. with there being so few people who can actually match up to that kind of character. For example, Light. Yeah. True that. Well, justice for Misa. Let's uh, let's justice have a. Justice for Misa. <laughs> Where's her shirt? <laughs> she's still not a good person. She definitely no, just she's like not. she's a, she has murdered people yeah, in order to get closer to a boy. Yeah, which is ugh, come like, on, no reservations about it. She's just like, yeah, I'll kill people for you. What up, about yeah. it? Let's yeah, let's go, let's do it. Yeah, the like I, I I guess I'm just I really want to like her, and it's so hard, and I'm just trying to justify it in my brain mm-hmm. that like. She was depressed. Maybe there was like a revenge factor that at play. That like you know, once she realized that um, Light was able to kill her parents, mm-hmm. um, and then she got the same power. She she was like, oh, I can do this too. I can do this for other people. Yeah. You know, maybe that was maybe there was a bit of like a vengeance. Like maybe like uh, oh my god, what's it called? Um, like when you when you just take justice in your own hands because vigilante vigilante yeah, yeah. Vigilante. but but none of that none of that like that is just me my wishful thinking none of that really happens in the show well, like the, because because they don't yeah. pay any attention to her as a character that is the beautiful thing about the series too is it leaves a lot of those doors open for you to interpret it as you will mm-hmm. um, because and uh, the creators have said themselves that they didn't want to uh, label anyone as being perfectly evil or perfectly uh, good, etc. They didn't want to imply, like, sort of the Christian imagery is just there for the aesthetic. Yes. All of these things are just to build a competent drama, and within that drama, there is a lot that you can sort of take from that. Um, We have a submission in the chat from Mohit2399, who thinks that Misa is a very underrated character in the show, and he also thinks that she has wonderful character development. Um... I, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> I cannot agree. <laughs> I agree with you for the first half of the series, but yeah. after the time skip, I think she is really mishandled as a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It wasn't the greatest build-up for me. So me, so she, I, I don't know. I feel like she, there's more she should have been independent on, and then in the end, she's like, isn't she just like staying in the hotel or whatever? Yeah. Just by, by the end, idea what's going on. Yeah. By the end, her sole role is to have a petty cat fight with Takemi. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll get to that this later. <laughs> um, let are we? Uh, let's just move to the next character. Uh, we talk mm. about me signing up. Elle is so, not perfectly good. Uh, no, that no, is no, not no, true. No, no. Um. So Naomi Misura. That was great. Uh, named by both of these guys as her as their favorite character, mm-hmm. female character. Um. 
my so I, I, I rewatched uh, episode seven, which was a big controversy on this <laughs> on the Normies channel for, for some, some reason. reason. <laughs> for some reason, people were just like, I can't believe she's mad about this. I'm like, all of you were mad about this when it came I, I out. I think they were. I was there. Oh, okay. I was 14 to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? And on the internet, everyone was like, what the fuck? Yeah, because she literally should have had that more. That makes me feel better. She needed more episodes. Uh, Naomi, That's why she got a book. Right, exactly. Like, Naomi got the three. I, I'm telling you, she would have solved this shit. Elle would have still been alive. We would have never had to deal with the other randos. Like, well, near and that, Mello aren't like randos. I guess Mello's like the voice in the actual book, and then he's the narrator. Yeah, he's yeah. the narrator. Which is kind of a nice little twist, but still, she she got done dirty, and I don't feel like Light was necessarily smarter than her. She had a dumb moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, oh, absolutely. The data yeah. book likes to say that, like, oh no, he's the most intelligent person in uh, in the series, and I just I have my doubts. Who is L or Light? Light. It actually it, the data book. I tries feel like to say Light that. is very lucky a lot yeah. of times. He's got the devil's luck, man. Yeah. Well, I mean it's. It's like it's compelling <laughs> drama, but like yeah. yeah, it is definitely splitting hairs because Naomi worked from basically nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, so we talk about her death, but um, let's talk about what she did while she was alive. I haven't read this book yet, but mm. I'm excited to read it because um, I. I feel I feel vindicated with just this book existing yeah. that there was somebody who was so captured by her character in those three episodes or I don't know how much of the manga um, pages, you know, yeah. include her. But she was a very minor character in the show itself. Mm-hmm. And despite that, it inspired some people to write other media just about her and Light, you know, working together. Yeah, so based off like it's great. One line from L referencing a Los Angeles BB murder case, which mm-hmm. was just gibberish at the time. Yeah. So um, I the the cursed episode seven yeah. uh, overcast. I watched it yesterday again, um, and I got mad again. I, I have seen that scene <laughs> like eleven times, and I still get mad. So. I want to start with the good things first. Mm-hmm. The imagery is beautiful. It's haunting. It's everything it should be. Like, I have no problems with the way it's portrayed and mm-hmm. her walking towards the noose and those imaginary steps. Like, that is so haunting and so beautifully done that I don't think I've expressed during the discussion. So I want to redeem myself here. But at the same time, I'm still mad. <laughs> yeah, right. But and I also think like that was the point. That was the emotion that that scene was supposed to invoke. Mm-hmm. Because Light is just a catty asshole in that moment mm. too. He's like he's like hounding her and like basically patting himself on the back the entire way yeah. as she walks to her death. He's getting off on it. It's exactly. Sucks. It's the moment we realize. Oh, he's a monster. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. everything else, there was always this sort of veneer of like maybe he's doing this for the greater good. Even if he's not the right person for it, at least he's, like, hard-focused. He's just a fucked-up dude. But mm. this is just, like, he's enjoying this. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, don't you don't you have a business to go to at the, at the uh, police well, station? Like, right. My phone's on now. You can call my yes! dad now if you want. Like, oh! Fuck you, Light. Oh, yeah. Like, that was the maybe, like, the second most. That, like, when he killed her husband at first, I was just like, yo, dude is... He's going off the rails. Mm-hmm. He just starts taking out people that are like catching on to him instead of killing only criminals. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's when I thought like he was going. It started going way downhill. Yeah. Like he was losing it. Yeah, but like when he killed Ray, it was. It still didn't feel like he was proud or enjoyed what he was doing. Well, at to, the end, he's in a way that he enjoyed, like outsmarting Naomi. Yeah. I, I think it was that he didn't. It, it seems like darker or more sinister in that moment. Whereas in, with Naomi, there was like this like catty like joy about being like, hey, got you. How fun dying. Like, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. He talked to her yeah. for all like 20 minutes, like just on a walk. And yeah. Then... Oh, yeah. Yeah. He and... even like, uh, he's like, maybe I should just push her into traffic. It's like, dude. Right. <laughs> Which, fun fact, would not have worked. Naomi is like. Cat like reflexes. Well, she's, yeah, she's trained to Kopara. Yeah. yeah. 
Right. Just mm-hmm. Eddie Gordo him to death. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Oh my God. I would give everything for that. Um, but um, I think what also upset me a lot about that episode was the fact that she told him to leave three or four times. Yeah. And he stayed behind. And like that is such a red flag yeah and that is so unsettling like i understand he's like a handsome charismatic teenager but he's a teenage boy nonetheless mm-hmm. that is terrifying if like a, 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 like teenager is grown but not mentally you know like teenagers are fucking horrifying that's yeah. why when when i was when i was um like when i was a teacher i specifically like was went in prep school for like to be in middle school at the most yeah i did not want to deal with teenagers teenagers a lot and if for like light to just be like following this woman even though three times she tells him excuse me i would like to be alone excuse me i would like to be alone excuse me i would like to go to the uh, train uh, the fucking police station alone leave me the fuck alone and he's still behind her why would you give him <laughs> I, I will say I think the context of it was that he was walking like he wasn't walking with her all the way to the police station like he was walking to like the train station once they had gotten a certain distance mm-hmm. but I also don't know I, I, I believe that is the context so that he's not just like stalking her he's been a creep man. but it is definitely portrayed in a way that he looks like you know yeah. a stalker because admittedly he, he is and he's also a murderer and etc yeah so i think you know if there are so many things that could have been done in that episode that would make it more digestible like Mm -hmm. if for example she only had to reject him twice instead of four (laughs) times you know that would make it more believable that she would turn around like you know you actually remind me of l and that is why i now trust you because she didn't trust him for 20 whole minutes of this like you know us watching the episode and then in the end she's like she turned around mm-hmm. seemingly for no reason because he didn't really say anything to convince her she just gave him an itch to it was her, it came from her she gave him an itch and was like you know you remind me of l you know and i i, I kind of feel safe talking to you about this and then yeah. he, mm-hmm. and then he grabs onto that and then he starts manipulating her and then she you know ended up with the id exchange which, which sucks. Which and then like, the agent walking right behind them as that happened. Oh, it yeah. was so Brad. sad. It, that is such a perfectly like tenured uh, scene yeah. to mm-hmm. make you scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everything about it is just like they were so close. They were it's so like you're close. watching someone walk by somebody getting stabbed, like yeah. just in their face. <laughs> Why okay. would she think that a teenager is Kira though? From Alex Black, oh one six one. She did suspect him at one point she yeah. she introduced herself with her ally uh, el- el- alias 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 yeah. yes she suspected everybody the only reason she gave her id was because she knew that he was he was connected with l and that she needed to confirm her actual identity to cl mm. like she she was taking a risk and unfortunately like light had like predicted a lot of what was going on he had like played to this she mm. definitely played him like Several times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which? Um, tomato. Tomato tellierism. Uh, <laughs> tomato tellier. Ter- okay. Your name. I think <laughs> she was super sus of him. But when he said he was a part of the task force that gave reason for him to being sus. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And one more from Mohit again. Uh, I think Naomi is a character used in anime to make us perceive the anime from both perspectives and not only from light. When we did, it was messed up. Yeah. When we did, like when we perceived it from both sides? Yeah. Like there was the first um, kind of like episode where, you know, we had like interaction with the victim. Yeah. But I mean, it was messed up. Because it was messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It killed an FBI agent for no reason just because yeah. they were getting close to me. I think it up. was also just from a narrative standpoint meant to show light vulnerability and also to set up um sort of the flag that was going to lead l to the answer mm-hmm. because she gets brought up i think like three more times mm-hmm. where she's like he keeps saying it's like she still hasn't shown up yet she's like she's still what's going on it's like she was smart she knew what she was doing mm-hmm. there was no way like the only reason it 
if she covered her tracks and made sure she disappeared, that's suspicious as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Which her and Elle had worked together previously, which they had both said. I forget if they say they actually got to see each other or not. But mm-hmm. I know, like, in the book, there's... Well, I don't know how far you guys got into the book, but... Yeah, you would think that she would at least know what Elle looked like and wouldn't trust anybody until she saw Elle. She didn't... Just, that was her I don't think... I don't think she knew what he looked like because she mentioned they always talk through. Uh, I, I will say it's not ever mentioned okay. whether or not she did uh, in okay. the series. Trash. Yeah, because he always talks to even the task where he like keeps talking through the screen before mm-hmm. he like actually yeah. reveals himself and Maybe his face. Yeah. Um, one more comment before we move on from Josh One Fu. Why would you be says of the son of the chief of police at the station? Um, the officer made him look like a stand-up guy. Yeah, because, because at that point though, it had been literally still could have been anybody. Like also, homie, spooky as fuck. Right? He, yeah, it was. It was really his demeanor and his behavior in that in that episode where he was just like this, like not heeding her wishes of like him leaving. That like, he and just, also. He was just lingering, yeah, even I'm though lingering. she told him three or four times, three or four times to leave. He stayed behind her and followed her, which is creepy. <laughs> we can all point, agree that it's creepy. They had already suspected that it was someone that um, was had access to like police uh, information, yeah. basically the yeah. computer and all that stuff. So yeah. should still be extra sketchy of anyone who's already claiming to be a part of it and this, that, the other. I just met you on the street because like I don't know mm. nothing about what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> people talking about the intro guys we made a very um <laughs> faithful adaptation of the second op um of death note if on our youtube channel if you haven't seen it you should go check it out some people are talking about it in the chat so just so you know what they're talking about i missed that <laughs> intro we used to go hard in the mornings that was our morning oh coffee. yes that was, that was, was our morning coffee till you're awake <laughs> really it's just like the flight of bumblebees of anime like <laughs> all right time to get you jazzed up before we get started with this stuff <laughs> the flying bumblebees <laughs> are you old what that, that's like what that was for <laughs> i know that's just funny. <laughs> um shall we move or do you have anything else to say about her naomi she'll be missed she will be missed she deserves we'll a tattoo a lot more to talk about sure. uh, for her on the book club. Yes, yeah. and I'm so excited. That's going to be the last Sunday of the month. It's correct? going to be actually August first. The um, no. I, I don't. I just got this book yesterday. Um, it, mm-hmm. I don't know what took so long to Amazon to send this to me, but um, I'm just starting to read it. Um, and uh, we will. I, I need. I need some time. So yeah. August first. So, there you go. August first. You'll hear more about uh, Naomi Misora. I'll be there. all right so let's talk about our next character um last two female characters that we will talk Mm. about kiyomi takada Takada. i said to kemi earlier (gasps) it's the wrong series i'm a fan of hers um but also so yeah like quick background she was basically they met in high school light started dating her just i think to, college mm-hmm. oh college? college uh no she he was still in high school at the time that and was, he starts dating her to kind of seem like okay. a more of a normal person mm-hmm. and then well he goes on a date specifically to get close to um, uh ray pember if you recall because that was the bus incident. yeah that's the bus. oh my god that right? sucks and then after the time thing, after the time jump, she's basically a newscaster who becomes spokesperson for Kira. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert, he leaves her to die. So, in a church, <laughs> in an in, a, in an opportunity where she could have very well just written his name down while she was dying, and she still didn't. Which is another. I'm just like, how are all these people with all these great successful mm-hmm. career paths smart being over like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is it's funny because. Him doing that was literally the catalyst to him like losing at the end of the series, mm-hmm. because both him and um, Mikami wrote the names down with like the disparities between those two, giving near like the information to know that, like oh something's up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she was the she's another you was a side bitch like what. How are the you have a celebrity and a basically a news anchor, mm-hmm. and they're both simping over light, and then they go to dinner, 
and they're just trying to prove who's smarter than the other, and they're both doing dumb shit. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I kind of like... That was so painful. I, I love Takeda, like, after yeah, she, this time skip, because she, she knows what she's about. Yeah. She's not fucking around. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the problem I have is that, like, Misa was definitely more intelligent beforehand and so much more capable mm-hmm. that, like, I wanted them to be, like, you know, to have their own sort of uh, L and light dynamic. Where they're like, all right, all right, let's baddest bitch win. Let's see, yeah. if, let's see what happens. And that's what I wanted, and it just didn't happen. Misa just becomes sort of comic relief by that point. Uh, yes, yeah. I know. Oh, it's, it's such a pity. It's infuriating. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like the uh, so I like Kiyomi, Kiyomi's like candor uh, when it comes to like being the being the anchor for yeah. Kira and like mm-hmm. the the voice of Kira, and she's like really in it. She's like really proud of, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, just like how far she's gotten. Um, and she was in that position even before Kira was a thing. So she's kind of like a self made person, mm-hmm. which you know I always appreciate, especially in a in a shonen. And women, uh, but then, you know, again, like you, you guys kind of like mentioned it. Like she is a successful person in her own right. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, even successful people are, like, mm-hmm. it, it's not that far from the truth. Like they are susceptible. Anybody is susceptible to cult, and to cult personalities. Yeah. So, yes, it's infuriating that happened to her, but it's not like. That didn't happen to anybody else on the show, also, uh, and including Bob, men. Yes, we are all vaccinated. We are vaccinated. Yes. yes. Double yeah. vax, baby. Don't worry about that. Is it double vax, baby? Double vax club. <laughs> new cup. New podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, I liked her quote. Um, that says, "All the messages from Kira I have conveyed to you in the past, as well as everything I will tell you in the future, will become the law of this world." She's like so full of it. Yeah, she, yeah, she was drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> she, yeah, she was. That, she was. Man, that that stuff got scary. Mm-hmm. She was. Yeah, she's. I mean, she was sort of introduced to us as like this very accomplished stoic woman that has like a weakness for light, and that he knows and exploits that. And so the the fact that that carries through into the later parts of it, the fact that she's capable of enacting a lot of his plans discreetly. Um, is like is sort of forecasted early on, the which with the unfortunate thing being that she's basically thrown away, like she, as like as an inconvenience at the she end. She is. Um, unfortunately, for the sake of like again pushing uh, Light's character. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of points where Light should have just lost, but I people know. just have his back. Like it didn't make I any know. sense, man. It's, he's lucky. He's got the devil's luck. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, shit. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I just oh my god, I lost the comment. Um, basically, well, somebody here was talking about how you know, oh, Watchdog eighty eighty. People are attracted to the bad boys, but then be surprised when they betray them. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's not that far from reality. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people like a good dynamic. People like to see people who are like ooh. He's bad and tough at first, but then when I get to know, like he's gonna be. He soft. will protect me. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like a kin- <laughs> he's like a Kinder egg. <laughs> oh, there's a toy inside. Yeah, he's like, a choking yeah, hazard. I'll you. <laughs> it's a choking <laughs> hazard. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, she got. Done I apologize right. slightly. <laughs> cool. Um. Well, I guess. Uh, we should move to the last person um, on the character list of females mm-hmm. um, that are literally worth talking about because they have teeny tiny character development, which mm-hmm. is Rem, mm-hmm. uh, the Shinigami of, you know, some kind of gender. They don't have genders, but yeah. canonically said to be female. Yes. Yeah, which I'm a, I'm a fan of Rem also. Like, one, she was one of the coolest Shinigamis because she had more of a connection with her actual human. Because like I was saying, yeah, Ryuk wasn't shit. He was just sitting there watching things Ryuk happen. Ryuk was literally like, the reactor, yeah. Exactly. He could have had so many opportunities to help out, like even with, um, <laughs> I loved with Naomi. 
He could have been like, yo, that's not her name. But he was just like, <laughs> okay. Let's see. <laughs> like, let's see. <laughs> yeah, that shit slaps. <laughs> right. <laughs> this bitch spitting. Like, Rim would have literally been like, nah, that's a lie. I'm just going to write the name down for you. Like, oh. Rim had her back to the point where you really was the second Shinigami to give her life for Misa. Misa, who I still don't understand what she's hmm. doing for these Shinigami because they were all about her life. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Was, Rem has different. a male voice. I'm just looking at the comments. Yeah. In, in certain media, however, that isn't specifically saying of the gender. At the very least, in data books, from what I've seen so far, uh, she's always categorized as female. Mm-hmm. So if there's another piece of media that says otherwise, uh, let me know. It also, like in terms of saying in Japanese, if it's pronoun wise, they tend to um, default to no pronouns in. Mm-hmm. In Japanese language so hmm. it is a bit more vague but yeah she is said in the data books to be female you said voice actors we could do a whole another podcast about female voice actors playing male people that you didn't know yeah that'd be fun yeah so yes we are aware Shinigami is genderless <laughs> she's referred to as, as a woman though they, they are in the, even in the data book so that is what we are going to go with and we're <laughs> gonna talk about her briefly so <laughs> let's point out again that gender is a societal construct and they can just decide that too exactly exactly let's podcast. say Rem identifies herself as a woman how mm. about that yep. <laughs> it'd be what it'd be um all right so i love that Rem hates people yeah. <laughs> because i kind of hate people she's like no for real though people yeah. suck except people, for i'm in the business of worse. killing them for the sake of making me live <laughs> yeah, I mean, she she had it done. She and had then it made. she was she was basically blinded by her love for Misa, and then got caught up in the shuffle and had to give her life for Misa to kill. Yeah. Well, she didn't have to, but yeah, she she, did. she wanted to. So that's like you know I, something I about Misa because two right. Shinigamis died for she's her. Crack. I think she's just. I think it's just this idea of like this charm, this pull a person has that's like eerie or almost like the similar to how like light had the devil's luck mm-hmm. she had like the devil's charm mm. um and i but i love the entire time rem has this stink about her where she's just like i don't like you light mm-hmm. i will murder you if i get the opportunity yeah and if you fuck with her i will be happy mm-hmm. write your name down and go back home right. <laughs> yeah yeah, that was yeah. It was almost like she had a, like a, the, the mother's intuition. Like I don't know why she wanted to protect uh, Misa Misa so much, but you could tell that that was her main goal for things to the point where yeah, no, she didn't like people and she would let people know and she tried to give Misa better advice on how to like do things. But then she was like, I'm still gonna do whatever you want, Misa. Like it's you're the one for some. I, I, I think yeah, it's it's Rem was captivated by, uh, by Misa. More than anything. Yeah, I dig it. She was also captive to an extent. I know she hated Light. She just, you know, didn't want him around Misa because he was a bad influence. But at the same time, she acknowledged at some point that Light has surpassed the Shinigami because he's able Mm -hmm. to kill them. He's literally able to manipulate them into killing themselves. And that happened to her. Yeah. They make that parallel in like one of the first shots in the anime. one of the in the in, in the first chapter of the series where Ryuk and Lighter like basically compared like directly to each other that they're both mm-hmm. people who are bored with the world and that want something mm-hmm. better to do. Mm-hmm. Trash, yeah, I, would, I would like more of Rim. Um, I do hate the fact that she's like gone now. Just yes, dead, I, dead. I was very sad about her passing. Um, not as sad as as L. And uh, also R.I.P. Mello. I'm so glad this book is written by Mello yeah. and about yeah. Elle and Naomi. Like, this is literally going to be my favorite Death Note thing. Mello went out a hero. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so outside of these characters that we just talked about, there are also, there are a few more female characters, but they don't really, we don't really, I don't know what to say about them because they were, there were two badasses, Weddy mm-hmm. and uh, Hale. Lidner? Yeah. Um, the, that, that the, was, the agents. Yeah. yeah, the bodyguard for... Mm-hmm. Um, I forget your name. Takeda. Takeda, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, also the double agent who was working with Mello. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like her because she was kind of like in the business of capturing Kira and she didn't care who is going to do the capturing. She just wanted it done. You know what I mean? It, it occurs to me that this series had a lot of like these sort of like badass women who don't get to do much. Mm-hmm. Yes. Suddenly, like my tastes make a lot more sense to me. <laughs> like this book did more to me than I knew. Yeah, they uh, when they brought her in, which I believe that's the episode where, like, they just sneak in behind everybody all of a sudden, and they're just like two new characters. I'm like, okay, so we unlocked some people, and that was cool. But <laughs> when they end up not having like a substantial, they don't do much. You know what I mean? Like, it's no. they, they yeah. don't really have time to. It's like it's moving. Like at that yeah. point, the uh, plot is moving at like a breakneck speed. Uh, mm-hmm. Speed. Yeah. I loved. I, I did love uh, artistically when I think it was Weddy on the motorbike. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like chasing, uh, oh my God, what was his name? He was the dude from the... T- the Yotsuba. Yeah. 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 Higuchi, uh, I think. He, Higuchi. 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 Yeah, that was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like the way it was drawn. Um, it reminded me of... Uh, Never mind, let's not talk about it because I can't recall. <laughs> <laughs> good talk, good talk. Good talk. Uh, I think the... So I think that's a wrap because those are all the, well, there's there's uh, Light's mom and sister. Yeah. That's who I think had, had it the worst. That, that those. That, that is. Anime I, mom is a thing. That, that is such a heartbreaking <laughs> when like Sayu, Sayu is just like, she goes from this like bubbly, sweet, like lively character. Oh, to, Sayu. Yeah, yeah. To being like, vacuous like by the by the time mm-hmm. her, lifeless her final eyes. scene hmm? she's just lifeless eyes yeah like, just yeah. like so traumatized as to be just like completely out of it yeah. and mm-hmm. her brother like she doesn't know but yeah light was like yeah i guess you just kill her and it's like dog yeah and the only reason he doesn't isn't because he like it at the very from the looks of it like not because he cared about his family but because mm-hmm. he didn't want to admit like defeat mm-hmm yeah, the problem. Like, no, no, it was because it would it would reveal him potentially as mm-hmm. Kira. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trash. trash, very trash. <laughs> trash. So, <laughs> any final thoughts on you know this whole thing that we just talked about? Because it's a wrap, guys. Soon. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Uh, there there is something to be said about like uh, Shonen doesn't tend to have a whole lot of decent representation and part of that can be attributed to the media itself the fact that most people who start these are like 18 year old kids Mm -hmm. um when they get into it um the fact that you know japan is more conservative country in general so you get a lot more of that sort of media leading that way Mm -hmm. um but ultimately if uh, trying to pull something positive from it there are a lot of characters that are like clearly shown as being competent simply not given the time to really like flourish in their stories because there are a lot of like badass women mm-hmm. in this story like um Wedi, Takada, Misa for a while actually mm-hmm. uh Rem in a less accurate sense but it like <laughs> the, they're all shown as like having this sort of massive powerful conviction and yeah, yeah. in another series they could have been the main characters Definitely, yeah. definitely. They had the potential. Yeah, I'd like a prequel series. Like, if they they could literally take this and do runs of every like mass extinction or whatever. Show your Death Note, make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> do it. That kind of exists, actually. It does. Yeah, the Code Geass. Oh, Code Geass, really? Oh, kinda, yeah. She. It's, it's, <laughs> it's okay. So it's technically not shojo, but it's created by one of the most prolific like shojo groups. Uh, okay. Clamp. Huh. I dig it. Interesting. Um, well, I might, I might give that a watch. That sounds interesting. Um, well, guys, this has been fun. Um, I'm glad that the chat was more or less civil. Thank you guys for watching us. We what still I have thought. a whole 100 of you guys here. Aww. Aww, you um, guys. Super Secret Girls Club. Well, uh, that I did not expect that. Um, so next week, I'm not yet sure who is joining me, but <laughs> um, if you remember um, the last episode of the first half of this Super Secret Girls Club, episode five, we talked about um, 
coming out struggles as uh, as a member of the LGBTQ plus community. We had Bree here, Sarah, um, Navi was here, and they just kind of talked about you know their personal stories coming out in front of their families and friends and how that was for them. Um, but we had a lot other um, content prepared for that episode when we wanted to talk about the history of um, the movement, um, introduce some of the uh, you know historical figures that help push you know the boundaries and help push for more rights for these people so we are going to talk more about that from like not personal perspective but just like the history and such so i really hope people will join me because <laughs> otherwise it's gonna be me giving you guys a history lesson um but regardless i will see you guys next week um with friends and um until then have a wonderful rest of your day and enjoy your weekend peace y'all because it's about time for you to speak your mind Super Secret Girls Club. Super Secret Girls Club.